Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I know it's been a while since we've all talked to you. I'm Johnny Lazarus, and I'm joined by my good friends Cody Frankel and Avery Zaretsky. We apologize. for. Oh, also joined by Griffin Frankel as well, the newest member of the squad. Uh, looking cute as hell over there in his chair. He's probably, what, two months old now? Close. Almost four. Close. Oh, fuck, really? Four yeah, months dude. already? Yeah, dude, Holy he's, shit, he's, man. I he's I think three. He just pat. He's three. Actually, he's three and a half months today. It feels like it's been not that long. It's been fucking long, dude. Yeah. Well, either way, it's great to be back on with you boys. I know it's been a while, and I just want to apologize to all the listeners that have been waiting around um, for an episode. Just, I think all of us trying to figure out um, life right now. I guess after New Year's, like it's been pretty wild. I think for all three of us for. Many different reasons. Avery's just a club guy now, partying in Puerto Rico and hitting live and eleven, and just fully embraced the Miami culture. I don't even know who wants to start. I want to hand this off to one of you guys. It's been it's been a really good New Year. Had a really good birthday. Twenty six now over the twenty five hump. I'm getting old. Health insurance, nice. Yeah. Figure that out. I'm on the turn, and yeah, no, I'm having fun going to clubs. But Puerto Rico <laughs> is is work, brother. Puerto Rico, I, I go there for work. That's a that's a work trip. I know it looks like I have fun, but there's also work to be done. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's only fun. It's only fun out there. Uh, but my boss does live out there, so dope, dude. How's fatherhood treating you? It's great. Got a birthday this weekend, and now all my plans are ruined since my wife has COVID. So hell yeah, adulthood. All right. Well, uh, should we go into some Ranger stuff? I mean, I, I, I what was the last what was going on the last time we even recorded? Two weeks um, ago. I don't know, but but forget all that and let's let's talk about the good stuff. So mm-hmm. they were on a four game skid. They got out of it. Rebounded pretty nicely the last two games. Um, Igor looked really sharp against the Capitals, which I think all fans wanted to see. Um, you know, last night against the Kraken, the boys played really really well. I thought overall. Want to hear your thoughts on both those two games? Let's not worry about the bad games and, and yeah. let's kind of kind of talk about the good stuff and then we'll get into well, last night's game was weird. Uh it, like the the build the building's energy was just so off the entire night. I don't know what it was. Um, but like I was there? saying it. Yeah, there? I was there. I was, I, I have my press pass back now, so I'm I'm at you the got remote. Well, no, I left the hockey news. So I mean we could talk about that too. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but uh a lot of people, like I had some guys chirping, like thinking I got fired. Uh, I left the hockey news. I'm with the daily face off now. It's just a better opportunity for me. I'm doing a morning show every Monday to Thursday and I'm covering the league more as a whole. So I'm at every Ranger game, but MSG is more of like a hub now for me to like do my work. So like last night, you know, I went to the game and my story was on the Kraken. So I spoke to the Kraken's head coach, Dave Haxtall, I spoke to Jordan Everly after the game. So I'm kind of just like at MSG doing whatever like storyline kind of works for that night. You know, like my initial plan um, for my first assignment was to talk about Connor Bedard, but it turned out to be Brendan Othman's NHL debut. So that became the story. 
and Bedard didn't really do much in that game. So you know, yeah, he only broke his jaw. It's fine. It's fine. That wasn't that wasn't against the Rangers. It's fine, Cody. You're such a bad person. Like I was actually enjoying Johnny's story of his new progression and his NHL life, and you're just there just trying to make me laugh. It's okay. (laughs) Um, I did, dude. I was, I was. I was listening into all of it and feeding. This into is Johnny's it. career, Cody. We have to be accepting and happy. Be respectful, about it. Cody. Yeah. Yes. No more. No more Johnny Lazarus of the hockey news, though. For Cody. Johnny Lazarus on the Daily Face Off. There it is. <laughs> um, I like that one better. That is better. It actually has a nice ring to it. But yeah, it's been you know it's been um, a nice adjustment, a little bit different. So I'm not covering the team like day to day, but uh, it's been fun. I I think I think we can all agree that that's you know you've taken a step up and. It's a great opportunity, and yeah, happy for you. Where's the insult? There's a, there's an insult coming. It's coming. No. <laughs> All right, you're gonna let it slide for now. Yeah. Okay. So what I was gonna get into though, uh, I know there was a lot of concern about Igor Shesterkin. Um, in his last two games, however, he's beaten the Capitals. He's beaten the Kraken. Has only allowed three goals in those two games. A .946 save percentage, a 1.50 goals against average, and. Can he maintain this is the question with how the Rangers have played defensively. That's been the biggest issue right now. It's I've seen a lot of blame on Igor, and I know Avery and I are not going to blame Igor. I don't know where Cody stands on this. That's because you two are a bunch of bitches. So listen. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Yep. No. Let's do it. Okay. You opened it up. Let's do it. I'm going to because you can't not blame Igor to an extent. I think I think if you want to shroud some of the blame on the defense, totally. They have mm-hmm. not played well whatsoever. Um, they were kind of you know out of sync a little bit, right? Fox was coming back from injury. He had a really rough stretch until he scored a pair of goals against. Was like that against the Capitals? That's like six games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he so he was on a really rough stretch. He was not playing well at all, but he was hurt. Even and, with those goals, though, I don't want to cut you off. But even with those goals that he scored in the last like six games, he's still not the Foxy that we've seen. To- totally. I, I think last night was the first game I saw him play really well. I thought he played really well last night. He had uh, a pair of assists and he was looking a little bit more like himself. Um, But there's five other guys that can take blame as well. Right? Like I I actually think Truba has been, been playing pretty well this year. I mean, he's been the most consistent. I think he's been the most consistent. Uh, Gus bus looked really good for a while. And then he kind of fell off a little bit and, and, you know, he's, he's shown some consistency these last few games. Don't even get me started on Keandre because we're going to talk about that in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. But totally think some of the blame can be laid on Igor. I mean, he has not looked himself. He is a top three goalie in the league and hasn't looked like it all year. Um, but then you see, you see, you know, specks of the greatness like he played against the Capitals. I thought the team didn't play well at all, but I thought he played fantastic. And I thought he played really well last night. So hopefully it's a corner's turning, but I think to not lay any bit of the blame on Igor is insane to me. I think it's insane. I think at least at least 40% of the blame is on him and then 60% is on the defense. I don't fully disagree with you. Like the Avery's thing about you fucking throw hands. Avery, you want to step in first before I go? No, you can go, Johnny. I was just say the thing about Igor and and what we're all not forgetting, but missing. We're used to seeing him make the saves that he probably shouldn't even be making. Like that's what's happened over the last two years where, you know, a lot of the Rangers success has overshadowed what was wrong with them. You know, I Mm -hmm. think in the beginning of this year, they were defending really well and they were struggling to create offense. Now they're not really struggling to create. They've they've struggled a little bit to score consistently, 
but they're not defending well at all. They're very loose in the D zone, and you could sense the teams they play. Like I think they allowed similar chances last night against the Kraken that they allowed against a team like the Canucks, but the Canucks are so much more skilled and so much better offensively that those mistakes cost them way more than they did last night against Seattle. But Igor has always bailed them out. This year he hasn't, and I think yeah. that's the difference that we're seeing is that it's not a different group in front of him per se, but he's not making the saves that he shouldn't have made in the past. Am I, I think I've lost myself. No, no, no. You're, you're on, you're on, you're on par. And I I understand what you're saying. I think the most frustrating thing for me and and I'm sure a lot of other fans as well is you look at three back-to-back games against uh, the Capitals against the blues. And then who did they play before the Capitals? They played, I was literally Montreal, maybe. Montreal, and then they played one more team too, right? Carolina, they lost two pretty bad. Yeah, Carolina, whatever. Anyways, let me look. Let me look. Uh, we, it was the Canucks. The Canucks, they lost in home. Canucks, Canucks. I was at the Canucks game. Yeah. So they lost all these games and they pretty much outplayed the other team in every single metric except for goaltending. So if you looked at the Canucks, you know, for example, like if you looked at goals, if you looked at hits, if you looked at shots on goal, if you looked at block shots, every single one face-offs, the Rangers pretty much dominated. And and this was a consistent, you know, play for, for three or four games. So I think the, the infuriating thing is, and, and, and the offense, as you said, we're putting up goals, at least three goals most nights, which should give you a chance to win. And we were losing every game. And not only were we losing, we were getting blown out. And I think that that is the most frustrating things to fans you know, if you're losing these games four to three, three to two, two to one, fine, right? Shit happens. But I think games that you should have won, and not only didn't you win, but you got blown out, and it's the the blame is directly on the goaltending and defense. I think that's what infuriates fans. But I know Avery has probably a whole bunch to say. Yeah, he's so sitting we'll... quiet over there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. No, I don't. Really, I don't. Brewmaster. I don't. I don't feel like I need to go over the top again like I have in previous times. I feel like. I'll just sound like a broken record, but it's just disappointing to me seeing fans jump on Igor when like Johnny and I have said in the past, how he's just bailed the team out time and time again. And I I always, I always think, yeah. And I, but I always think it's a coward's way out to go after the goaltender. I mean, there's five guys in front of him that should be performing and he, and obviously he's the last guy in front of the net and he has to make the saves. Mm -hmm. And I think he has made the saves. And I also think that if you look at this team, you know, top three in the league right now without just five let's right just now. say, let's just say, hypothet- let's say hypothetically we're in a situation like Edmonton where they haven't had a good goaltender and God knows how long, like mm-hmm. you just got to, you have to appreciate what we have. And the fact that we've gone from Lundqvist to Shesterkin, like, yeah, maybe he hasn't put up the Vesna numbers he has, but to jump on him and say that, like, he's the reason why we're losing games. Like it's just not, but, it's just not in the cards. I, I don't. I don't think that that's the right thing to do. I, I think that you just bl- you just blame the team as a whole. Like you, I don't. I don't like pointing fingers. But but you you can't blame the team as a whole because I don't think I don't think the offense is to blame. Like I think the offense is. You pretty much can't blame the Trocheck line. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. the offense has has done their job. You know, outside of outside of the Capitals game where they went like over five on the power play. The, the offense has been doing their job. If you want to blame Igor and the defense and you want to blame, you know, the defensive side collectively, I think that's okay. But like, I disagree. You know, I disagree on a power play heavy team when we rely heavily on our power play. I think, we're like, I think we're like four for our last 31. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know necessarily. I don't know necessarily. They're still putting up goals though. 
Yeah, but like this They're dominating team, offensive metrics. They're if you, do, yeah, they're but if you want to but if you want to go metrics wise, this team hasn't been good 5 on 5 in the last 10 years. We've been heavily relying sure. on our power play and when our power play goes 4 for whatever in our last 10 games, were, it's not right. good. And to right. just sit back and blame Igor like we're a power play reliant team. We have to embrace that because we just haven't been good five on five. It's just not, it's I not mean, the case. Yeah, but I'm I'm not only blaming Igor. I'm blaming Igor and the defense. I think it's a collective effort there, and I think both are to blame for sure. But I think to to kind of shy away completely from Igor based on what he's done for us in the past, I think you can't do. You can't do that in any sport. Doesn't mean I don't love Igor. I love Igor. I want him to I want him to be good. I love what he's done the last two games. I think he's on the up and up. I'm not worried about him at all. I know a lot of fans are. He had he, you know, he hasn't been himself this season, his true elite Igor self, but doesn't mean he can't get there, right? Like Hank wasn't elite every single season. There were seasons where he was a little bit off, and then come playoffs, he was a brick wall. So it's like I think he'll figure it out. It's it's not something that I'm too concerned about, but I think to you know, to lay blame like away from just him, that's fine. I but I think it's kind of a collective effort with him in the defense, at least in my eyes. Like I, I know the I know we're power play heavy, but I still think the offense is doing their job and scoring goals. Well, here's the issue with what you just said, also, which okay. is actually Cody agreeing with you over Avery. Um, the last two games, you said Igor is on the up and up, which he's been fine. He's let up three goals in those two games, like I said. 0.946, but those two teams are the 27th ranked offense, Seattle Kraken, and the 30th ranked offense, Washington Capitals. Who like, smoked us the game before. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, yeah, yeah he, he made the saves he had to, but if the Rangers are playing the Hurricanes, who are top 10 offense right now, the Canucks, who are the best offense. Oh, I agree. The NHL, I'm, I'm not like, disagreeing with you. Like, those games, he hasn't been very good. And I think a lot of it has to do with the opponent that the Rangers are playing where, you know, last night's game, the mistakes they make in the D zone don't look as bad because the opponent isn't as dangerous offensively. But when you play against a team like Vancouver and you play against a team like Carolina and you make those mistakes, it looks pretty fucking bad. Dude, I, I don't know about you guys, but like I wasn't that impressed with the Canucks. Like I watched that what? game and out. No, let me talk. Outside of that second goal, which was absolutely the Canucks game was oh, I have to I have to cut you off. The Canucks game was probably the most embarrassing the Rangers have looked the entire season. Dude, I I personally don't I'm not saying the Rangers look good because they didn't. I'm saying the Rangers look so bad that it made the Canucks look good, but I wasn't that impressed with the Canucks. We we uh, you didn't what? like Elias Pettersson's dance around Igor and Nils I just said, except for the, I just said, except for that fucking goal, bro. Demko's having goal. like a Vesna season. They danced around us, dude. Dude, I'm just saying. Vancouver's, I, I, Vancouver's very good. Yeah, they're sick. Okay, bad take. Bad take. I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> okay, hey, don't you're allowed to have your opinions. Just they're shit. I mean, Demko. Saved 39 <laughs> shots. You made Cody speechless finally. Igor, Demko, Demko saved 39 shots. Igor saved 20. Just saying. They scored. Yeah, no, no. The Rangers, the Rangers played fine offensively. They just made way too many mistakes defensively, and it cost them. They were, the, the mistakes, like that's what Laviolette said after that game, is that the mistakes were loud. Like when you play against a team with that much skill, you can't make those mistakes. If Rangers can play team defense like they did in the third period last night, they'll be very good. 
the rest of the season. I thought they looked great in the third period. They shut they shut them down besides that power play goal, but other than that, they looked great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that power play goal was pretty easy as well for Jared McCann. He walked yeah. right in, went backhand shell. It was nasty. Like, untouched. Um, but I'm I want to talk about the Eagles' fall too. Sorry. Eh. No, was, it was, was not. It was not. It was not. He could have stopped that one. Oh, I, I on. think it was the strongest backhand. I mean, but McCann comes in untouched again. Oh, um, let's let's move over from Igor, though. I want to talk about something that I saw a lot of on Twitter last night, and I'm sure we all are on the same page about this. I'm all for putting Alexi Lafreniere or giving him some reps on the first power play, but it seems like everyone wants to take Mika off of it. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Why? I was getting so many tweets last night, like, take Mika off, take Mika off. His one-timer's not hitting. Like, take him off. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. I'm sorry. That's worse than than the take I just had. Don't don't try to get away from that. No, it is, because you know what? (laughs) I was at that fucking Canucks game, and I wasn't that impressed with them. I'm just going to say it. I wasn't that impressed with them. Outside of that one goal, I wasn't that impressed with them. And that's that. Were you boozing up at the game? Yeah, I for sure was boozing up. But I still wasn't that impressed with them. Impressed with who? The Canucks, he's saying still. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about like a Ranger player. I thought I thought you were off of that, but no. I think Mika. I think Mika is an amazing player, and I could see why people would want to take him off. But that's never going to happen. I mean, that's that's all premise put on? of our power play one. Yeah. First of all, who do you put on? I don't. Well, think... Lafreniere. I'm saying Lafreniere has. Yeah, he is a sick one timer. That'll help. <laughs> I listen. His one timer hasn't been hitting. If anything, they just changed their format. They've done, they've done it before. They've moved Panarin on that side. They've rotated like that. They, they just need to change the format if it's not working. They're still second in the league in power play. They've done their job in terms of getting up there in the yep, league, but not lately. That's that's that number skewed from the beginning of the season. Their power. Yeah, plays, I know. I'm I saying think, they've done I their think job. Since in like Christmas, of, their power play is like 17th. Yeah, I know. I'm saying they've done their job. Yeah, in terms four of for 31 where, in the last seven games or something like that. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm done. Keep going. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you, Avery. You I'm, I'm fighting the good fight with you against Johnny, bro. No, I, no. I, I just. Well, I, I thought we were all on the same page here. Dude, fuck that guy on the left of me. I thought we were on the same page. No, I don't want to take Mika off the power play. But yeah. I would like I to see Lafreniere get some looks, though. Like, there was. um, Which game is it? I forgot who was in the box. Johnny, there you just was a... interrupted Avery's rant, bro. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. I. I just think that there's just <laughs> no way you take. There's just no way you take Mika's advantage at all. There's just no way. We're all in agreement, dude. We're all in agreement. I think I I don't think any of us want him off. He is one of the deadliest one timers in the league. Cool. It hasn't hit for fifteen games. It'll figure itself out. And also, come playoffs, you're telling me if the Rangers go on a fucking power play, you don't want Mika's advantage ad in there. Like you're you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Yeah, because because Loff is just he's got those clutch genes and he's gonna help us score all these goals when we are down one against the Canes in game six of the Eastern conference finals right so no this is no shot at, this is no shot yeah. at lafreniere i think he could i think his confidence easily, has been incredible yeah i think he it. could easily fit in on that first power play but you just don't take mika off the the if we didn't be. have a player like mika sure but we do have a player like the mika. ranger the rangers are a top team in the league for a reason and their power play has been a top power play in the league for a long time for a reason you don't oh, just man. switch that you stay the course the rangers let, and we talk about it all year. All you well have said. to do is get. All you have to do is get in the playoffs. Anything could happen in the playoffs. Doesn't matter what seed you are. Doesn't matter how you got there. Just get in and then figure it out. You know, the, the power play could be dead right now, and in March, April, it gets back to where we want it to be. So, yeah. the, I, I don't see any sense in complaining and trying to switch it up. I just, I just think you stay the course with the power play that's worked for the past five, six seasons. 
Should yeah. we go into some fan questions? We have a not yet, out. not yet, not yet. Okay. Unless, um, I, I want it. Were any fan questions about trades? Um, I'm sure. There and are. Keandre Miller, because I want to talk about those two things. I don't see any trade ones. No. Okay, we nope. can talk about the trade ones after the fan question, but real quick, I just want to bring up Keandre Miller, and I know we talked about this in the group chat yesterday. Do you guys think it's a ble- and I know Avery's thoughts, but like specifically Johnny, do you think it's a blessing in disguise? We gave him two years instead of giving him a big like five year deal that he kind of wanted because I don't know if I don't know both of your thoughts on this, but I think he has honestly looked horrible this whole year. Like he he just hasn't looked good. Like he, every year he shows flashes of brilliance. Yeah. Haven't seen that this year, and I think he's just gotten worse defensively. And and isn't he? He's like not hustling. Like I, I don't know what's going on. Um, well, but not too long ago, Keandre stepped away for personal reasons. So, right. And and none of that's come out yet. Um, and I don't know if it ever will. But you know, yeah. clearly there's something he's dealing with mentally. And yeah, obviously it's it's enough where it's weighing on him. And you know, we're all human beings. Like sometimes it's tough to perform at your best when there is some stuff going on in your personal life. And you know, I'm not gonna. Give him a hard time for that. Um, you know, Delzato's come on here and he's talked about his struggles when when he was going through some stuff and, and hard times as a player. And listen, Keandre has had his moments this year where he has looked great offensively. Defense has definitely been a problem for him this year. He just hasn't been as as mm-hmm. gritty or as tough in the D zone. He's just a little too soft for his size. So you'd like to see him just kind of bear down and play a little bit more physical. Yeah. Um, but there has been offensive spurts where he's looked really strong, like off the rush. Uh, yeah. you know, he's made some plays in the neutral zone where he intercepts a pass and comes in and makes a play offensively. And, you know, it's led to some goals, but he's also uh, had a lot yeah. of giveaways though. He's had a yeah. lot of giveaways and, and, and he's just not hustling when, when it's in our own zone and things like that. And like any other year, I mean, he's the guy who kind of, you know, lingering, lingering as well, but like they're the two guys who like grind it out. And, you know, it brings me back to when we played the penguins in round one. I mean, like it was that entire series. It was like, key on Malkin the entire series and he like locked him down so you know the hope is this guy is an absolute shutdown all perennial all-star defenseman and it seemed after last year it was kind of trending in that direction and now it's almost like two steps backwards so you know obviously if if something is weighing on him heavily I, Mm. I hope it all figures out and you know I hope he'll be good but from a fan perspective I think it's been really tough because now you have a really tough decision, like with two trade yeah. deadlines coming up, right? Like they're two very trade deadlines coming up. What do you mean? This year and next year, they have them for two years. Uh, yeah, and you know when you're a cap strap team, and you got a guy like Ryan Lingren whose contract's expiring as well, it's going to force you to make tough choices. And and I I have a irky feeling this is going to be one of those tough choices. Yeah, if I don't know, I. I... I, as I've gotten older, I've had a tougher time micromanaging players because I know how the way they react to certain things that happen in their life, off the ice, on the ice. Like you just never know. But in terms of his on the yeah, ice play, yes, it hasn't been what we've expected. Like you said, we've seen the flashes, but I'm so of the like, and I said it before, I'm so of the proponent is just like getting the playoffs and find out what happens. Like who knows what what could happen down the yeah, street? You can't just like, ignore the regular season. Like I understand yeah. that, but also they've gotten themselves in a position where they're most likely going to make the playoffs. So it's like, 
Knock yeah, on every wood, night. dude. Right now, knock on it. Yeah, and I think that like every every night we, we have to watch them and understand how they play. But also, it's just like if Keandre Miller's playing bad now and he just decides to start playing better as the season gets on, like you know. I mean, the season's on, dude. I, I hope oh, you understand yeah. where I'm going. coming up. I'm kind of disagreeing with Avery here. I hope you understand I, I, I where I'm going with this. You don't know where you you're going with it? No, I hope you understand where I'm going with this. Is like I yeah. get, I like get yes, where you're, like, yes, you want. You want him to play his best when the game is what I'm more, saying with Igor. Like, it's what I'm saying with Igor. It's the same thing. You're like, I hope he figures it out. You know, he's obviously multi incredible player when when he's on, but he he hasn't been there. the 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 difference is, I think, with these two players, is like Igor still sh having good, really good games and showing those flashes of like absolute shutdown elite goaltender. And I just haven't seen that shutdown D from Keandre that I've seen in previous years. And it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning um, in, in terms of his play. It's a little concerning. I, yeah. I'm just saying like, like, yeah, he might be playing bad now, but if he starts playing good in like two months, it's like, why, why are we just talking about trading him? Like, why are we just talking about like, At, that'll be after the trade deadline. He might be gone, bro. He might be playing for San Jose with good old David Quinn then. Don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, either way, the Rangers have like a week break, uh, like leading into All Star, so maybe that'll be good for him to just like kind of unwind and take his mind off of hockey, and we'll see how he comes back after All Star weekend. I think that'll be a good mental reset for him. Uh, agreed. Yeah. And 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 the last thing I'll say on on this is like, would you, if you're, you know, Laviolette, would you consider kind of swapping up those D pairs and seeing if something else could could spark them a little bit? Because the D hasn't been playing good in general, right? Like they haven't been playing yeah. good as a whole. So like, do you consider like switching things around maybe and, and moving him with, with a different guy? You know, what's interesting. I was talking about it last night and it's not who we're talking about, but like since Fox has come back, there's been a big drop in the impact Eric Gustafson's had. Mm -hmm. um, and, and not that he's been a liability by any means, but like, you know, this guy was on Gus or Fox, you're saying Gus, Gus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gus was unfucking believe. I know he scored that goal last night, but he was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, while Fox was out, and it's clear that he plays better with more ice time. Mm. So I'd wonder what it'd be like if they threw Fox and Gus together on that top pair and then you know figured out another combination of Truba Lingren, I, I, maybe. I don't know if Truba Lingren is the best way to go about it. Slow skater like, in the league, but maybe like a Schneider Lingren. Truba Miller. I mean, Truba Miller, you know, they're, they're a pair that I don't know if they should be separated because Truba has been really strong. And I know Truba's had a positive impact and just Keandre, like personally, um, like I wouldn't want Miller and Schneider together. I think that'd be Why not? a disaster. Just breaking. I mean, just breaking the puck out. I don't know if it'd be a good yeah. decision because both those guys have kind of been a little bit careless with the puck in their own end, I think. So, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. but Gus, I feel like can can get to that extra level that we've seen already this year. Yeah, the Rangers have put themselves in a position where they have the flexibility to try different things. They're they're you know first in the metro. They're doing they're playing great, and I think that they should try different things, see what works, what's not. But I also think Laviolette might just stay the course. Okay, He's probably gonna stay the course. If I had to guess. Yeah. All right. So that being said, let's go into fan questions. And then after we can talk about some uh, trade shit. All right. Uh, first one from Bobby Christ one favorite moment from this season so far. And what game would you consider game of the year so far? Any game that I'm not at. <laughs> yeah. You've been at shit games. 
Uh, I have my answer. I can go first if you want. Yeah, go. go. My favorite moment of the year so far was Lafreniere's tying goal against Columbus and then the shootout winner. Uh, I think that was awesome. That was when he was like at his peak of the season. And the buzz in the building that night was incredible. Like that was a garden roar. The place absolutely erupted. And, uh, you know, I think that was just like a full, like he's arrived moment, even though it was against Columbus. But that's when I think everyone was kind of buying into what Lafreniere has done this year is, is that game and that goal. I like that. You guys? That's a good one. I thought the bread man's hat trick against Tampa was awesome. Mm. They had just lost in Florida and everyone. You were at that game, right? I was in the one in Florida, yeah, and then and then mm. they went to Tampa, and the bread man just dominated. I just think, like, overall his season, and Johnny, you tweeted about it earlier. Yeah. He's just been phenomenal. He's He's been everything we could ask for and more. He's shooting the puck more. He's doing different things. That no-look pass the other night was ridiculous. And, um, yeah, he's definitely he should definitely be in the conversation for Hart. I know he has been in previous years, but I think this year more than ever, he's, I he's agree. done everything for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the moment in game of the year was probably the pre-Christmas OT winner against the Bruins. I thought that game was awesome mm. where Vinny Trocek mm. netted a pair and he had that OT goal. I thought that was, you know, Vinny, Vinny has had an unbelievable season this year as a Ranger. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know not that me and you were down on him, Johnny, but we, we didn't, we weren't as high. We on him had as, a different role. As, yeah. We weren't as high on him as Avery and, you know, the Tro and, uh, no, he, he's looked unbelievable this year, and I, I think that game was almost his coming out party where you know he's obviously been a very good player in this league for a very long time, but I think for us as Rangers fans, that was the game that we're like, wow, if this guy is like really on, he can actually take over a game, and I think that's something like all fans can appreciate, so I thought that was an awesome moment. Yeah, that was a big win as well. Uh, next one from Stefan Gross. Cody, between being a new dad and a Rangers fan, your hair turning gray yet? Nope, brown as ever. Cody does have a great head of hair. He does. He does. Thanks, boys. And he looks um, stupid in hats. I don't know why he wears them all the time. <sighs> yeah, bro. Like stop crazy. wearing hats. It's really bad for your hair. Yeah, it's actually fake news. It's not fake news. No, it is. It is. It is fake news. What I is that an Urban Outfitters hat? What? Where's that hat from? Urban Outfitters? Felt. It's oh. it's don't worry. The other scientific when you're making a little more money, you'll understand, Johnny. Don't worry. The other scientific research yeah. to prove that. that was a good shot. Cody. <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's like fake news. You can, you can look it up. It's like, I don't think that's hats, true. Hats do not. Hats My do mother's not a hairdresser. Hair. They suffocate your head. I don't believe that. I don't believe you. I, I would argue snapbacks make your hair breathe right here. My hair's what? breathing. Dude, your hair's breathable when you have nothing on it. It's also breathable right now, bro. You wear right, your hat like this, dude. Your hats are basically <laughs> floating on your head, dude. Your, your whole head's breathing when you wear your hats. I'm going to do the research on this and come back. Do it. Do it. Next one, uh, <clears throat> Pat Bone Four, is the four game slide a sign of possible playoff inconsistency? No, no, the playoffs are so different than the regular season. Absolutely not. I agree, with Avery, Cody. Any thoughts? Find the answer for this? Um, I, I don't, I don't think it matters. They could. I think all that matters in terms of playoffs right now is. The last month of the season, the Rangers are hot. And that, to me, is the only thing that matters. And, like, the four-game slide, it's, like, the only lull they've really had. You know, it's not like uh, the inconsistency. Yes, it's been worse as of late. But, you know, the last couple games have been better. And uh, they've always bounced back. So, I I think every time they've had 
a bad lapse, they've found a way to come back. And also, like, you know, this team has had so many different roster moves and, and guys being called up. And, you know, the roster hasn't really been so consistent. So I think that's also something to play in a factor as well. Um, the next one, uh, Polly Carms. Who's one player you really want to film a skate with, Johnny? And also, good to have you guys back. Missed it. I really want to do one with Brett if we're doing Rangers, obviously. Um, he's the funniest fucking guy, man. That guy I'd love to do one with Oscar Lindbergh. Oscar Lindbergh? Where'd you pull that name from? What? Well, we played the Kraken last night, so. He's not on the team. I, I'm aware, dude. They, Isn't he on St. Louis? Bro, they took him in the expansion draft, you ding-dong. No, that was Vegas. Vegas. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm losing track of time. Wait yeah. a second. They that was vague. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, who did Vegas. who did the Kraken take from us? Blackwell, maybe? Blackwell. Oh, Colin you're Blackwell. right. You're right. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. Dude, yeah. we have too many teams. Yeah, I think Blackwell. I fought. Holy cow. Yeah. Vegas is, what, yeah. four years now? Dude, Five years? this is year seven. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Nuts. Oh, and we still don't have a cup. No, I... <laughs> all right next one from uh anthony governale uh good two wins we do need do we need more depth on d at the deadline d has been scary last four weeks well it's so nice you ask so oh hi sorry. Oh, there's, sorry. there's, there's one more part to it though there's one more part to it is it just me but in a lot of these games it feels we are too cute and not enough shooting dude before you answer that just made me so mad Thinking about how Vegas has a cup and they just like they're yeah, uh, dude, it's fucking infuriating. Out. It's literally infuriating. I don't even think about that often. But not man, only not really only sucks. do they have a cup, dude, they've made the finals twice, twice. Yeah, dude, that's it's, so it's bad. final four times. That's yeah, so it's, bad. It's, it's really really bad. Like the dude, someone definitely buried this. something under MSG, like some type of hex <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> yeah, voodoo um, someone well, sold right. their soul for the '94 cup. Like someone was like. If you let us have this, Made the Rangers can't stadium. win for the next like hundred years. Well, hopefully we break that this year because I hope so. Uh, this is this has got to be the year. I mean, there's a lot of good teams, but this has got to be the year. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that after. But speaking of the deadline, I said in our group chat, you know, to the five of us, uh, us three and our two other buddies, um, you know, I think our biggest missing piece right now is a one more good defender. Um, and I know Avery feels that it should be a winger. Uh, and I, I don't know where Johnny stands there. And the thing to keep in mind here is we don't have that much cap space. Um, given it seems like Keetle's going to come back at some point. We don't really know, but it, it seems like he's, he's maybe he'll come back end of March or something like that. He's probably still a little bit away, but um, well, it's funny. I mean, we can just, build off this but shane fitz one of his question was thoughts on hito coming back and if he comes back what would the rangers trade for so we can yeah that so perfect so you know <laughs> i i think based on kind of where hito is in his uh rehab he's probably about four or five weeks away if like all goes well what Maybe makes you say that well dude he's literally just what do you mean he just started skating and he's and now he like Think about it. Anytime a player he's gets been, hurt, he's been skating by himself. He has been. yes, but he just started skating with other people. And when a, when a player starts, you know, throwing on their people? red the red contact jersey and starts skating around, and nobody can touch him, it's usually about four or five weeks out. Look, I at just the like the, doc, the doctor in you that was like, he's probably four or five weeks away because you saw one yeah. fucking post on Instagram. Yeah. Cody, 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 have you done any brain scans on Filipino? Um, no, I'm kidding. But uh, 
hopefully he doesn't get another concussion though. Seriously. Oh, uh, but anyways, now I forgot. I don't even want to answer this question anymore. It's done. Well, because you're you're a doctor all of a sudden. You're no, I'm not a great. doctor. I'm just saying, based on based on injuries, when a guy puts on red jerseys, they're usually between four to six weeks out. Always. He didn't Always. put on a red jersey with the team. He has. Uh, the red I know, jersey dude. But he's gonna, he's, bro. He's gonna come back ready to fucking go. He's probably. When do you think he's coming back? I I think they might just take their time with him and wait till the playoffs, like they, maybe the last five games of the year. I mean, that's but I'm not. But I'm not saying he's four or five weeks away. Like like he could have been. When the injury happened, he could have been a month. He could have been two weeks. Like, I think. Bro, you said it was going to be you. You texted our group chat saying it's a week to two weeks. You fuck. Well, because that's what a concussion. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get these LTIR benefits, brother. I hope. I hope they hold him out until he's like fully. If they hold him out, they hold him out. I'm not saying like. I said probably. I didn't say he's for sure coming back. I said probably four to five weeks out. Did I not? Is that (laughs) not what you, doctor? You cracked me up. You're welcome. Now I forgot what we were saying before. Yeah. Yo, bro, where's your stethoscope, bro? Dude, it's right next to your referee shirt, you fucking bozo. All right, should we go to the next one? Yeah. All right. uh, Jonathan Catcher, do you think Wheeler will ever get top six minutes again with Kako back? Kako would have to, like, really play bad, I feel like. I, I wouldn't think it'd be consistent time. I think maybe like for a game or two, they'd throw him back up there if something happens like they did earlier in the year, but I don't think yeah. Wheeler's going to see consistent top six minutes. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have to be like an in game adjustment almost type thing. But yeah. that third line didn't look that bad last night. I thought they had on that goal. It was they really great. nice. Yeah. They played great. Johnny Bratinsky was awesome last night. Yeah. Yeah. They were moving the puck well on that, on that goal. Um, and they were just consistent in the offensive zone. I think that's a strong line. And I think that. Once you add Filipino back in the mix, whenever that may be, Cody, mm. um, this team's going to be really good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next, that, next one, JC Merlino. This is a two-parter, I think. Uh, are upside-down sports team logos on hats cool? And then, but seriously, where do you guys stand on Miller? Seeing a lot of hate on fan pages. Wait, down. I think that I was think, a shot at Cody because I think he's Cody's boy. He's one. Of, he's one of my friends, and he's uh, an idiot. But um, yo, seriously though, I think uh, okay. First of all, I know Johnny likes that shit because he's he's worn like three different hats with upside down logos. Um, the clutch hat, bro. Do you not? You know, I I know your hats better than you. Well, the B clutch hat there, it's it's not upside down. It's like backwards. The B, that's it. It kind of looks upside down. Okay, whatever. Continue. All right. Anyways, a- answer the question. I uh, I I know Avery's we, answer. So well, we talked fine. about it kind of already, didn't we? About Kendrick Miller. Did we? Are you talking to me? We literally talked about Kendrick Miller for like five minutes. Yeah. Well, I was I was asking about the first part of the question. Oh, but the upside sure. down logos on hats. I think they're yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Done. Yeah. It done. depends. Yeah. Done. Okay. Done. Right. Suck it, Joe. All right. Uh, All right. Chris is neck deep. Is the tailgate for the MetLife game happening? I know Avery's working on that. All right, I'm working on it, but there may Four be part answer. there may be a slight issue. I may have to go back to Puerto Rico that weekend, which is no up really the, up in the air. Yeah, I mean, I say like it's a bad thing, but I, I definitely want to be there. I know that we are still working on it. I want it to happen. I think it would be amazing. I think it'd be something that we've dreamed of, but. 
I'm still working on logistics for that. I'll know. I'll probably know within like the next. I'll pro- I'll know before February first. Okay. If it's happening or not. All right. We'll all definitely. Right, all right. All right. Um, this one's for Cody Jamiola ninety four. Sup with the Stadium Series jerseys. Dude, don't even get me started. I, I'm I'm convinced Johnny like knows and he's just being a hardo about I it. I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. Rumor rumor has it, and this rumor is from Reddit, so it could for sure not be a real rumor, but that each team is doing a two-color jersey. So it's like the Devils are going to have a black jersey with an all-red logo. The Rangers are going to have like a white jersey with an all-blue logo. The Flyers are going to have an orange jersey with an all-black logo. And then the Islanders are going to have, I think it was like orange jersey with the purple logo or something like that. But that was that was really the only rumor I heard on that. Could be totally false. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know, and I think it's ridiculous considering they missed out on both Christmas sales and New Year sales, yeah. and now they're gonna miss out on Valentine sales because Avery has a broken heart. So Yo, I don't know what to tell you guys. Where are you getting all these rumors from, Cody? <laughs> Reddit, dude. Reddit talks. Reddit talks. All right. All right. What do you guys think? I haven't heard anything. Like, are, are they anything. coming out with these things? I haven't I haven't heard a single word about it. Dude, I'll take all your lunch money if you don't just tell so us. I don't know. I have no idea. But tomorrow, we're a month out. So maybe tomorrow? Well, similar to the red contact jersey theory, they usually release jerseys a month out, right? Isn't that a thing? Like, I, have no, I, I have no idea. I don't really pay attention to the jersey release. Aren't stuff. you the one who said they release the alternates like a month before the season. I'm pretty sure that was you. I don't, I don't know, dude, you got to stop taking CBD gummies, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, Bunce podcast. And I don't really know this reference, but I'm sure Cody Wilkes, he's probably in this category. Is um, going to it's check so you funny you say that because you literally announce this podcast full name every single time they ask a question. And now you're pretending you, you don't know. So just saying what? No, that's, I, no, no, no. I'm saying what the question is. Oh, okay. I know what the, I I know what the podcast is. All right. The question I'm saying. Okay. Uh, is Hedl going to check you to train with Yager, the NHL equivalent of Luke going to Dagoba to train with Yoda? Dago, it's, it's Dagoba. It's Dagoba. And yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> the Star Wars guy. Yeah. I don't know why you asked Cody okay. that. Oh, yeah. yeah John, I, feel like, I feel like Cody's a Star Wars guy. Oh, dude. I'm the Marvel guy, bro. Got it. I think Got that's it. a great. I think that's a great reference. He really loves Star Wars, dude. He just went to dude. Disney World to f- and rode all the rides. How do you dude, not know this? Awesome. Dude, I, I love, love Star he Wars. He literally wore like a Wookiee outfit there. I love Star Wars. <laughs> I actually just rewatched the first uh, four, five, and six uh, this weekend. So, I I hundred percent agree with that reference. I think that's a great analogy. And yeah, Heedle going back. It, it, for you guys who don't know, it's yeah, Luke, know. the young the young Luke Skywalker goes to Yoda, who is the Jedi Master, to train <laughs> to be a a Jedi. So, okay, the young yeah. Philip Heedle goes to check to see Yager, the Jedi Master, and Yager teaches the young the young <laughs> Philip Heedle. Hey, Avery, you know what, man? I feel bad for you because you've talked about in our in our group chat at least like ten different times Star Wars references, and Johnny just ignores it like it's it's a little it's a little fucked up dude like you talked, okay. about, okay. you talked about re-watching the mandalorian and you talked about i don't um, watch that so why would i i mean you want to talk it? about yeah I, I you should watch it it's some of the greatest cinema of all time it was way ahead of its time if it's not an adam sandler movie johnny doesn't know it that's that is that's, true that's a fact <laughs> star wars isn't kosher johnny 
the last, the last. I don't one. know where I went with that. I'm whatever. Yeah, yeah. The last one for today. Uh, Holton sixty-seven. What happened to Mika this season? He isn't the same old Mika. He looked fucking great last night. Yeah, I. I mean, he he looked phenomenal last night. Yeah, I thought last night might, might have been his best game of the year. To be honest. I Even think people just score. have so like their expectations are so high. Like I think you just have to realize that they they can't Dude. be the same guy every single night. You, unless you have McDavid, McKinnon, Leon Dreisaitl, you're not going to get every single night just like God mode. Can, Mika can also I, has 41 can, points in 42 I, games. Ex, I, I was yeah. just going to say like the guys the guys on track for 81 points this year and. 27 goals and like yeah it last year aside where he obviously had 91 points i mean 80 81 points would tie his his second most in his career and i think he's i think he's playing pretty pretty high iq hockey he's just not hitting his if he if he was hitting his one-timers he he'd have a chance to be on track for 100 points this year so like it'll come i mean i think i don't know i i i think that's like a kind of a lost battle to fight because i think mika's been really good player this year personally i don't know um yeah i don't think he's been as good as you know in previous years but he's been fine i, I you know again fine not exceptional i mean not we good. have five guys on track to be point per game players like i i don't think that we should be nervous about any of our top guys right now i think mika 14 goals 27 assists plus seven rating he's been i think he's been phenomenal like he's He's not. E- he's not even. Set, uh, no, he is top three in the team in power play goals, but he's not. You got Kreider, Trocheck, and Panarin with nine, and then uh, Trocheck and Panarin both have eight. So typically, you'd see Mika on on top there with Kreider, and he's not. So mm-hmm. give it a little bit more time. I think everybody will come back around on Mika if you're not already mm-hmm. around on him. Yeah. All, All right. right. That's gonna do it for fan questions. You guys have any final thoughts before we wrap it just, up? Just just the trade deadline. I just want to hear we okay first and foremost it's still ridiculous that every year they keep pushing back the trade deadline further and further um they so push this it year, back dude it's last it's always been like the last couple of years march 1st and now it's march 8th so damn i feel um, like it's usually been around that time it's it's always been march 1st like the la- like in 2023 and 2022 it was march 1st and now this year it's march 8th so that it just slowly keeps going and i think before that it was like february 27th or something like that so i don't know it keeps it keeps going back and back and like it it be- it it's interesting when when you don't have a lot of cat money and you got to trade for rentals like you're getting them for less and less games so i wonder if that'll do anything for the value but regardless give me three names and Rangers' two biggest needs, I think we all agree, are a winger and a defenseman. Are there two needs, right? Defenseman, winger and a third line center. I'd say regarding Hito, uh, depends on what Hito, you know, happens to him. Assuming Hito comes, I, okay. I, I think team, they need a defenseman. I have two names, and one I think we've talked about a ton. Frank Petrano, even though he has one year left on his deal, if they could find a way to get him, that'd be awesome. He's made it very public that he loves playing in New York. Uh, yep. So if they can make that happen, that'd be great. And then a low-key one, like someone that could step in while Heedle's out, if he's out for a longer term, is Sean Monahan. Um, you know, as like a third-line center, I think that's just a name that isn't a big name as big as it was when he was in Calgary and he was letting it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he's still an effective player, bigger guy, physical guy, plays a net front. Um, 
and I think he'd be like a good third line center target. But those are the two that I have. I don't really have a defenseman in mind. Okay. You? Yeah, I'm gonna let Avery go first, and then I'll go. I'm not too well versed on like who's on the market and who's not. I think, like Johnny said, a lot of it is dependent on if Heedle's coming back. Like then we would for sure have to add another center. But if mm-hmm. Heedle does come back, I think you just look to add another stronger, uh, faster winger in that bottom six spot, and then yeah, maybe maybe another defenseman. We've been talking about shuffling the lines, like maybe throw somebody in the mix. Obviously, like the number one kind of guy you'd want to get is like a Chikrin type. But if you have to go a little bit lower and then that, sure. But regardless, I think this lineup's great. Uh, I don't have any issues with the lineup right now. I think that they all could perform better when they're at their highest. We saw what they can do. You know, pre-Christmas, this team was probably the best we've seen in a long, long time. So mm-hmm. there's no reason why they can't replicate that down the stretch. But yeah, you always have to add guys. You, you look at teams that have gone the stretch. They've always added guys. You need depth. Things happen in the playoffs, injuries, whatnot. So I think that adding some depth at the bottom, even even more than we already have now, considering Pitlick and Heedle are out, uh, would, would be necessary for sure. I want to read okay. off Frank Valley's, uh trade target list. Yeah, one, okay. he, has, he has Elias Lindholm, one. Sean Monahan two. Chris Tanev, three. Trevor Zegers, four. Cody Noah Hannafin, five. Tony D'Angelo, six. You didn't Adam even let Henry, me say my two guys. Adam Henrique, seven. Well, I'm gonna let, I know, I know that was I'm going to let you go. That was my second guy. guy. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko, eight. Sean Walker, nine. Jacob Chikrin, ten. Peter Morozik, we don't. Jake Allen, uh, Ariel, Nick Sealer, Kevin Hayes, Jack Rasovic, another Cody guy, Morgan Frost, Jordan Greenway, Mike Hoffman, and Ilya Samsonov at twenty. I won't continue the rest, but those are some of the names that are out there. It doesn't even. Morgan Frost is weird to me because the Flyers are doing great, so it doesn't add. I, I don't even know if he'll get moved. That doesn't add up to me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think. Maybe he doesn't, him and Tortorella aren't seeing eye to eye or some shit. Um, but you said two of the guys who I want. Obviously, Vetrano would be great. Um, I know I mentioned Anthony Duclair as well. I think a reunion with him could be cool. But, um, you know, the two guys who, who I think could really help this team this year, obviously I said Noah Hannafin. Um, he would feel like he would cost a lot. You'd have to kind of work, work out the cap there. Um, but another guy you said is another duck who I – would be really interesting is Adam Henrique. I mean, he's owed five, five, but you know, given the trade deadline, obviously some of that caps depleted. And then I wonder if mm-hmm. the ducks would take on some of that cap. He's a guy who has 11 goals and 14, uh, 14 assists or 13 assists, um, 24 points on pace for just under 50. And, you know, he's a guy who can come in and score goals, give the Rangers what they need, which is goals. And, um, mm-hmm. He's a guy who plays who can play center and and slot in there on the third line if you don't know what's going on with Heedle. So, if I told you both ten years ago that the Rangers would go out and get Jonathan Quick and Adam Henrique in the same season, how would you react? Damn. I mean, you'd be like, <laughs> well, well, you'd be like, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't be a fan of it, but you know, Adam Henrique's kind of been around the block since then. So, yeah, I think his. Uh, did, did the Devils trade him, or did he go? And yeah, he got traded for Sammy Vatanen. Right, right. He was part of that trade. So, so you know, I, I'm sure he he would love. It's just to funny to think about, you know. Yeah, like those yeah, two. Yeah, no, guys. it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. 
and also Hayes is on the chopping block too. I think, I think in for St. Louis. So there's a lot of guys the Rangers can look at for reunion. It's just everything kind of lies in Heedle's hands right now because it's what they do with him. And that's, that's going to be the extent of their money. So. Hannafin's been awesome, and he's logging. He's logging Shoot, a I've, lot I've of minutes this year. Jordy's been saying that for a while. Yeah. I've been he's a logging more fan. minutes than any Ranger right now. He's about yeah, twenty-three he's... minutes a game, and he's projected to blow past last year's stats. He has um, he had sick, thirty-eight dude. points last year. I think he has twenty-three this year already through yep. forty-four games. Yep, yep. Right. He's a wow. really good player. Let's wrap it up, though, boys, because I'm fucking starving. Um, my stomach is screaming right now. I need to make some food. Rose growling. All right. Uh, it's Do good it. to see you guys. It is. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Same time I next month. Same time next month. We should do this more. Are you guys around Sunday to record? We should record Sunday. There's a, a lot of games this weekend. The West Coast. Trip. Yeah, I'm down. Could be. Yo, guess what I'm doing again this week? Going to Puerto Rico. Going to Puerto Rico. Going to Disney. Oh. Are you? That's actually yeah. Sick. I'm so excited. What, what, what's, what's your top ride, dude? So I didn't get to do them all when I went last, but I let's I, let's let's keep it going a little more. Like he, I really want to hang up. And go Johnny does no, no, but I, I'm I'm definitely doing the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy ride. I really want to hang up. Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow, you ride need a nap, dude. Your later. eyes are like shutting as you're talking. I'm tired. I'm hungry, and I still have. Like, all right, all right. Love you guys. Awesome. Later. I right, love you guys. Say it, Cody. Cody, say it. LFGR, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.